brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. What's up, guys? My name is Matt, and I am here with Pastor Naka, lawyer Mawina, and Dr. Nishka. And today they have a very, very special and important topic. We're going to dissect it. We're going to see the legal view, the Christian view, and the worldly view on this topic. So ladies, you are welcome. Hi. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. So today we're talking about sexual assault and specifically in the church and how Christians and the church handle the, the topic and what has encouraged us church, yeah. or pushed us to talk about this is I'm sure you've all heard about the the devastating case of Ua who was raped and killed hmm. in church. Now so I'm sure we've all heard but I'll just summarize she was studying in her church building. I don't know if it was her church but in a church building it was, building. Church. It was, was her a church. member of the choir. Wow. Wow. She was studying in her church building, reading, and she was raped and killed. Hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. And um, her body left mangled. Very, very devastating. Very, very devastating. So, just want to have a discussion about Mm -hmm. the church and what we do to try and stop these things from happening. And I think when I saw this, this on social media... Mm-hmm. about the situation one of the first comments i saw about the matter was but why was she there reading alone in the first place and i think it, it really it really struck me because the first thing we think about is what the victim was doing yes how the victim could have stopped it and yes exactly. there, are, there are things you can do in certain situations to avoid being assaulted but why do but we it's always not exactly. why, it's not why do we always say the victim is the victim that why don't we say the oppressor did this the, the, the abuser did this because where else we, we feel safe at church and we a lot of us say church is like a second home a lot of us exactly. spend most of our time in church so if we're not safe in church if we're not safe where we feel we are protected where else are we safe nowhere you know when a woman gets 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 abused in, in, in uh, when she's clubbing. It's, oh, she was drinking. Oh, it's what she was wearing. When she gets abused in the park, why was she there at night? Why was she there by herself? But in this situation, she was in church. She was well-dressed. Reading. She was being well-behaved. Exactly. She was doing what she was supposed to. So now, who do we should blame to? It's the oppressor. It's exactly. always the oppressor's fault. never the victim's fault. I agree entirely with Marina. And I when I even saw that story, I was just thinking... The level of disrespect mm-hmm. of all places in the world to do something like that. Like mm-hmm. this is where you feel like, okay, God, this should like, have been Old Testament. Some church. I can't even imagine like even kissing a boy or something in this like premise. How mm-hmm. much more rape someone, kill the person. That shows you how much disregard they have for human for, life, exactly. for decency. It's evil. It's evil, evil, And evil, this evil. is a culture. And I, I think that 100%. they do not, in um, Africa, we do not deal strongly enough with, with rapists. Like, people mm-hmm. are not afraid. Because mm-hmm. I've even read a story today. I don't know if you guys read about in the north, an old, a 63-year-old man who has raped three um, girls. 
Um, three days ago, Sierra Union case, uh, brother defiling his five-year-old um, cousin. Wow. It's like, and even the this Uwa case happened just a week after this 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 twelve-year-old girl. I can't remember her name, but also in Nigeria, twelve-year-old girl gang raped by eleven men. Are you kidding? Eleven. Wow. And I think it's a it's a culture. That's we perpetuate, like I, like I said, how we always blame the victim. It's always what a was woman she doing? Fault. What was she doing? And it's it's also a thing where we we never believe the victim. Exactly, and that's why a lot of women don't come don't out. Come out. To report don't come out. Don't come for it. Don't come for it to report it because we always somehow make it the victim's fault. Oh, exactly. And 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 when we do that, we allow these men, these predators, to get away with with with, with, with these things, and it's absolutely terrible. I also saw this other case where like i i used the 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 situation from the club mm -hmm. now this woman was raped after clubbing wearing a short dress she yeah. was drunk but this doesn't justify her being raped and bringing it back to the church mm -hmm. in the church setting we justify it in the sense that we're always preaching about the woman's place and i'm not saying that when you tell a woman to you know do her duties as a wife and as a homemaker that means yeah, I think she should get raped. No. Yeah. I'm just saying that we create the environment where women are subjugated. Exactly. Women are second to men. Exactly. And so men feel they have this power over women, which allows them to get away with this. Like you, exactly. you spoke about how the lack of fear exactly. of the men who raped Ua. It, it's, it, it's something about it. There's, there's a little part in it that has to do with us disregarding women, protecting men, and the creating culture. the impression that women are not as important. That's why I think that the church should sit up. I, I've been saying that from the beginning of time, we are not short on messages that tell women to dress well, to do this, to, mm -hmm. to be humble, don't go here, don't mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. The church is full of such me messages. I'm here to hear a sermon where uh, men are like being criticized or asked to be better, mm -hmm. to be disciplined. What I mean is, mm -hmm. for example, when people say, oh, is she wearing a blah, 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 I always tell them that if you put money here mm -hmm. and then the money was stolen, would you say, would you tell the money that, well, why did you put yourself there to be stolen? How it's you like you are blaming, yes. Exactly. But why, why don't you tell the person that, why don't you, why don't you not steal? I don't know if you get me. Definitely, definitely. So rather teach men to not, even if a woman is naked in front of you, teach men you not to touch. touch. But you don't say, why were you naked? It comes with this, this, the audacity of men to think that they have this, a right, this yeah. their rights. Because you are dressed, I mean, People mm. have been in hijabs. There have been two-year-olds that have been raped. There's no excuse. It's not what you wear, where you are, blah, blah, blah. It's nonsense. Like, men should be taught to keep your hands to themselves. I was even discussing something with someone. And I said that if, you know, they brought up what women wear. And I said, rape doesn't have necessarily to do with attraction. Because if it did... You know, there are powerful men who we've, we've heard about our Kelly, we've, we've heard about Cosby. Who could get anybody, wealthy, exactly. Powerful, they could know, get models if they talented. wanted. They could get anybody they're attracted to to consensually sleep with them. Yeah. But, but it's just they that They want thing. to have this power over, 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 over the woman, which, which is why I say, you never think, oh, why was she doing this? Why was she doing that? You blame 
the man and it goes and it extends even with outright make rape. men accountable yeah make men accountable and it extends even with outright rape mm-hmm. with sexual harassment and and this sexual harassment is a whole topic and this i have like two hundred <laughs> stories <laughs> if i start i don't i don't i've never met a woman who hasn't been sexually exactly. harassed in any capacity and i've had a guy tell me oh he doesn't know any girl who's not been sexually harassed and i was like I, I can even that, give you like 10 problem. stories. The most annoying ones are the ones who say, Oh, the Holy Spirit the said, Holy Spirit or I had said, a dream and God said. Dream. I'm like, and Dude, then, I can pray. I can tell what God says. You don't have to come and quote the Bible and to me. And keep coming every Sunday. Exactly. The and then they pursue you and pursue you. And this pursuing, they, sometimes they'll, they'll be by your car. Sometimes they'll be at the car park. They'll call you. They'll text you. They'll get your name from church group chats. And they'll all see it as, Oh. They're trying to find a wife. Oh, allow them. Oh, they're you're being too hard. They're being too difficult. Exactly. Your, your standards are too high. And no, it all goes, no. to, goes to say about <laughs> how always tell women to accommodate the irresponsibility and wrong men. behavior of men. But why don't we tell them, you know, there's lines you can cross. Especially these men of God. Thank you. In quotes. Preach, sister. They are anointed. They, are, they can quote all the scriptures. They can do everything. Mm-hmm. So, so we somehow say, oh, because of this, he can do no wrong. Because of this, there are so many women who've come forward in the church place who, have, who mm-hmm. are not believed. Yeah. Who, 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 who are and somehow so it doesn't encourage others to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's also a bit unfair to say that people say because they are men of God, they can't do that. We, we've had issues and situations where mm-hmm. men of God have gone to jail yeah. for raping people, mm-hmm. for, for doing all sorts of things mm-hmm. so it's a bit unfair to say that people think because they are men of god or because they are they are anointed they can't do wrong i think i think in our in our religion especially with charismatics we put men of god on a, on a pedestal and, a pedestal, that's what and and they deserve to be respected 100 percent, 100 percent. but for they're instance, human they for can't. instance i'm apostle general royal shako um he served, you know, 30 years. He's respected. He's earned his all the accolades he gets. He's earned the respect. So, if God forbid today somebody, let's say an usher came and said, exactly my point. So, a pastor of a big church, everybody sees him as, he sees him as anointed. He stands on pulpit, he holds mic, and there's fire. And a chorister comes and says, he raped me. Who will believe her? She may be right. She may, she may not be telling that. She may be telling the truth. But nobody believes her because of who he is. So it's not like people are not um, believing her because she's a woman. But they're looking at the person. So like you use Apostle Jenna. If someone comes to Apostle Jenna has raped me, everybody will be like, uh, but yeah, that's so that's wrong. my point. That, 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 that's though? exactly my no, point. It's because we say that because of who he is, because of this, because so of that. There's no for. way. No, that's wrong. But why don't? But why don't we? We don't like. I know people who won't even entertain the fact. Oh, my, my pastor will never listen. do this. I even my have. Will never I, have do that. I get and it, but also look at it from their point of view mm-hmm. of the devil using the girl to bring that the pastor down, quote unquote. Please, I beg, don't misquote me, but quote unquote. So that you have to weigh both sides. But if she was truly raped, that is wrong. Exactly. That exactly. Is wrong to say she cannot do that for today. Because truthfully, a lot of people say, "Oh, but some women lie," and it's true. But how many? many. 
And what do you even gain? A lot of people say that oh, they're, they're looking, they're, they're looking, they're looking at the fame, they're looking at this, they're looking at that. But if you actually look at women who've come forward against powerful men, they are the ones whose images are turned. Yeah, they are the ones who are they suffer. That's what happens. They're the ones society. who suffer. So we would rather not come out. Um, this um Ronaldo, he he had a case brought against him. Oh really? He's a billionaire now. The woman was shamed, disgraced. It's, 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 people act like oh women lie because they want this and this and this. It but takes a lot to actually they, come out. Yeah, exactly. The death threats. I'm sure if was accused, if the, the woman who accused her, him, mm-hmm. sorry, attempted to come to church, the insult. Oh, it's true. The attack. Even, devil. Exactly. And I'm not saying I, I'm not saying he could ever do anything like that. But I'm just saying we should think about it in that context about how so we, we protect quick these to, powerful yes. men. And these men of God. Okay, um, this might not be the best place to actually hear this. Or should I say, this might not be the voice to actually hear this. But I just wanted to know. So, you know, certain jobs come with certain, um, let's say, privileges and responsibilities, right? Mm-hmm. So, for the example you used, where Apostle General, let's say mm-hmm. it's an example. We all know it's not true as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, we know because of the stance or because of the, his calling and the works he has done, mm-hmm. It is very hard to believe this mm-hmm. because of the work he has done and yeah. because of the responsibilities you know it comes with him. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe I, I need a little bit of education here. Mm-hmm. I feel it would be, like um, Doctor said, it would be wrong to say um, Just because of who he is. Because because of, he cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, but then I also feel like because of the his position in society, it, don't you feel that shouldn't come from that angle? You understand? Where I don't understand. Yes. Where do you draw the line? I see. Where do you draw the line between believing the person and trying to not believe her because she might just be trying to tarnish his image? I would say believe her and then work on proving that he didn't do that. But when you t- automatically take the side of she's lying just because of who he is, a, power, a man of God, I mean, I know Apostle General will never ever do that. Mm-hmm. But a man of God is a man. Yes. He's a First man. of all, before mm-hmm. man he of can God. Fall. There's nothing that even the president, whoever can do this. So I would, I would say believe the victim first. And then let the law or whatever do their thing and clear him. And there's this scripture. Actually, you know the law says the innocent are to proven guilty, right? Yes. So believe her story. I'm not saying condemn the man of God, but let them, you know, look at it. I don't know what they do. There's this scripture true, I love very much. Proverbs 31.8. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the right of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the right of the poor and the needy. Now, if we put Bakla and Asha or Harisar, mm-hmm. political mm-hmm. officer, mm-hmm. against Apostle General, against, against him, she's a the man of f- God. A, 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 sorry, let me stop you. Yeah, I also I'm not comfortable with this. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just I just want to bring it to context, that's why. Against a powerful man of God or the head of the church. Compared to him, she's poor. Compared to him, she's she's inferior. Compared to him, she's, you know, the the person who's less powerful. Yeah. And so that's why we should we should give her an ear. We should support her. Instead we of should protect her instead of condemning yeah. her. Because even the Bible says we should speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves. A person like this, a person in this situation, they can't speak up for themselves. They can't protect themselves because they're probably not as financially stable as, as the person they are not as wealthy, not as influential. And so you can imagine how daunting it is for them, even the prospect of you know 
talking against such a great man of God. It, so I, Ghana. Think, I think they deserve our protection, yeah. they deserve our support. I get it, but you can't also just jump into supporting her. I'm not saying condemn to... the man of God. No, but name. it's it's an either or thing. Be neutral, but the problem is Ghana, we are not neutral. We're we not. immediately con- like criticize. Yes, that's my exactly. If we're neutral, I won't talk. Like, I'll, it's fair. How would you be neutral? Listen to both sides. Like, listen to the person. But we don't listen. We start saying, what were you doing there? What did you mm-hmm. wear? We just start with that. But at which point are you going to hear the man of God speak? So okay, the girl, the girl comes. Powerful, so she speaks to a blogger. She speaks to the papers. She goes on news. That is what you hear first. In most of these circumstances, you won't hear the man of God speak because he's thinking, okay, God should fight my battles for me. You would hardly hear him speak until later or when the harm is already done. By this time, whatever the girl says is gone out. So where do you weigh, okay, is she lying? Is she telling the truth? No one knows. I get it that we shouldn't condemn the victim. I get it that we shouldn't automatically say, oh, you are lying. But truth be told, it's difficult to weigh both. Especially with with with, with reports, he said she said. Yes. And, and and we understand that. However, you should look at the power dynamic. Who has the ability to rush under the hill? Who has more support? So that's why I usually I put myself in the victim's shoes. If they are coming forward, especially in, in this Ghana. our country, Ghana. To face to all this backlash, all this humiliation, the prospects of not being hired, the chances of them doing that just to lie, doing that just for the sake of it, what are the chances? You'll be surprised. No, I, I think sometimes we escalate the numbers of those who lie. I'm not saying they don't exist, I'm not saying they shouldn't be punished, but it's always the first thing we go to. Oh, and that's lie. what we do, that's what we're angry with. Not like this, can't remember his name, but he was nominated to enter the Supreme Court. Of oh, the United the States. States. Yeah, his name starts with a K. Oh. And then it came out. And, the, and he did something when he was 15 years like, old. Or yeah. was it 17? No, he was a teenager. Yeah, okay, yes, 17 I think he was probably. 17. And, and then it came out that the, the, the number of people who disgraced her, embarrassed her, her children mm. were bullied in school. Yeah. Why would she come out to lie? For what reason? So, I mean, and then he ended up entering the Supreme Court anyway because the system supports the abuser. Yeah. And I think what we do, I think one job of the church, in my opinion, is to educate. So Not we the do, woman alone. We, so we, we should love do a lot of education. Yeah. Ed- educate on, the, on, 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 on men's, men's opinions. Try and rewire, for example, this coronavirus period. The church has done a lot of educating yeah. about wearing masks, about hygiene. It's the same way with sexual assault. We should, we should educate. So um, apart from education, what else can the church do to rewire the system? Not tell women to go for deliverance. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not tell women to pray more. And to, it's like to just bear the I actually, I actually saw this thing on social media where I don't know if it was another hashtag MeToo movement, but for some reason, somewhere last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a lot of people were talking about their experiences. And this lady is like someone, I don't know if raped or assaulted her. Please, there's a difference. Just know there's a difference. Yeah. I saw one of those things. And she told someone in church and the person told her to go for deliverance. Because around this time, this girl was a rebellious. This was when she was a teenager. She was rebellious. She mm-hmm. was going off wide, everything. So they're like, go for deliverance. The first thing I'm like, ah, really? Ah. If I have come to tell you this one-on-one, the first thing you should actually do is try to investigate if I'm telling the truth or not. Why should your first thoughts be go for deliverance? I thought that was rude though. But yeah, so people should just stop telling women to go for deliverance 
and try, stop trying to see them as trying to bring down the, the ministry of, of the yeah. of the woman of God, of and, the man of God. Sorry. And we always try and like I said, protect the nation, not to protect the reputation. There person. was a case um, going around where this guy's university was investigating him mm-hmm. and there was a, a high chance of him being kicked out. And people were were protecting him. But does he deserve this? Allow people to grow, allow people That's to change. Nonsense. He has his whole life ahead of him. The people that he scarred, don't they have their whole lives ahead of them? Exactly. We you try and focus on their, their reputation, their ministry, their whatever. But we, we, we fail to protect the victims and also counseling we should offer counseling to victims and to survivors because it can scar you i've had a conversation with people who've been through that and i mean they'll never be the same so aside from you know go through deliverance we should let we should take them through counseling seizing counselors who who can handle the 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 case and be open and i don't know if the word is open or available like give a listening ear to people when they come forward because i was telling i've had i've had so many cases where someone came to talk to maybe a woman if leader in the church and she would say oh the devil trying to use you and all those kind of things and so we don't have that welcoming front for people to even come and i just want to go back to the education thing i think all of this can be solved with education 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 and making men accountable for teaching men to be better and to be accountable for their actions. And but the Bible even says for for lack of knowledge, my people perish. And I think a lot of the things is because of lack of knowledge and the fact that we've internalized and learned misogyny. Mm-hmm. We've internalized and learned patriarchy in the sense that we've internalized the man is the head, protects the man, preserve his ministry, preserve everything, and then we subjugate the women. So I think, like you're saying, education is very important. Yeah, I was going to go on that tangent that we should train our boys from when mm-hmm. they are boys. Mm-hmm. I saw this YouTube video where, I've forgotten his name, he was talking about how a lot of Christian women say they don't, there are no Christian men for them to marry. And he's like, yeah, because we are not raising Christian men. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't talking about men as in men, but raising them from boyhood. You have a son, teach him to be the kind of, the kind of man you would want teach him to be the kind of husband that you would want and i I read this um thing where this woman was saying that um yes we train girls to be wives to be mothers from childhood they play with dolls they cook and all that but who's taking care of the boys you have to train the boys this was like she's trained her son you treat women right Mm -hmm. you don't hit women you don't you don't mistreat any woman and so her, her sons are good so yes that's one thing teach our boys from when they are from babies how to treat women, how to take care of women, and when they grow into men, they will be the kind of men that you would want to live with. Yeah. One thing. So based on what she said, we should train our boys when they are young. Not many people our age or older are privileged to this kind of knowledge. So how do we approach that? How do we tackle that? One. Let's stop telling our boys that kitchen is a woman's job. Thank you, girl. Mm. I know a lot of homes where the girls who cook. But the, the mothers, mothers will never allow their sons to the kitchen, especially if it's an only boy. That's just even worse. My boss said he can't cook because he was the only boy in his house. And his mom is like, kitchen is not your, is not your job. Mm. He has six sisters. So yeah, everybody's baby. And he was the last born. Yeah. So everybody's baby him. So he can't cook. Imagine if he got a wife who was not a good woman. He would have been dead by now because she would have starved him to yeah. death. Mm-hmm. Like me, one small fight. I'll show you, pa, and you'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's teach our boys. Let's, 
let's teach it's like it's like the way we also teach our girls that oh certain courses are for boys you can't do science you can't do math you can't do you know i've heard people say oh my daughter will be a nurse i'm like why can't she be a doctor like she be the president that's what i was saying why should she be the wife of a president i mean if we start this conversation we'll go on and on like you said we have to come back one thing they love quoting is apostle paul hey they love it let's not go on that tangent marina i I know you when you when you start quoting paul (laughs) i had a conversation with a no let me know if you call him a friend a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. who actually said and this is a young young guy who said that he's not comfortable with women pastors because the bible says that women should not teach the world and it is like i said from the beginning it is these teaching these notions of the man is higher yeah that leads to to this thing of not hearing women men thinking that they have entitlement to women's bodies by the same token encouraging men to believe that they are superior and so somebody can say oh me i'll never rape a woman i'll never do that but when you see women suffering around you what you do when you have a friend who has who is you know harassing a girl and you're, you're laughing about do they even see he's hitting his girlfriend they don't even see they don't see or you see or your friend you know touches the girl's bum when she's passing and you giggle about it yes. you may not actively be raping a woman but you're yeah, aiding it exactly so you're, you're talking okay. okay. so you're saying we should speak up when speak we up. see these things yes. Yes, so they're not only yes try and see that was the next thing i wanted to so yeah because um personally i've seen like like hover boys and then when i don't know what it is maybe i'm not trying to find an excuse for it but sometimes when boys are together there's this whole boys boys thing but you're right like you saying it has actually like brought my yeah yeah, triggered my like yo when we are together there are some things that we shouldn't let fly by and then that is how Ah, comments they pass that sketch she was wearing ah like if i got her she she came to your room and you didn't bang her uh like this thing Uh, sorry (laughs) 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 and you didn't you know it's like it's it's very very telling of our society because because with for men they don't actually experience it they allow it exactly. to just happen they, they allow it to slide but you should put your foot down and say when you see it you don't know call and, it out and, and, and a lot of them say oh what if it was, it was your sister what if it was your mother why does it have to be your sister before or your mother it hits for, it, for you to home. understand yeah. that it's a problem and one thing i want to throw out there sexual abuse is not only about rape thank about you rape. the sexual assault touching me against my will yes a sexual assault Chasing dude you can go to jail for that the body mm-hmm. That, uh, yes talking actual. about my body in a way that is not appropriate sexual exactly. harassment at the workplace that's another mm-hmm. big thing it's not it's not it, dude it's not okay it's not okay you can't touch it's me and say okay. oh i didn't do anything once you touch me in a way that i don't find comfortable it's not okay you can go to jail for that so and let's then, not stop and then, and then when the woman has a problem with the way she's proud she's yeah knows. yes the woman herself. always has an emotional something to do with her attitude like, like a man does the same you thing. asked the girl out twice she said no now she's being rude she's it's not being difficult she's being difficult she doesn't want you to touch her against oh i can imagine if you go to work every day and a woman tells you oh this trousers makes your bum look hot mm-hmm. this shirt makes you look sexy like How you, you, you yeah you'll be uncomfortable very, very with that uncomfortable. i've actually i actually stopped going to driving school because Somebody the instructor made me so uncomfortable. Oh, I would have laughed at him. Ah, 
you touch like touch your thigh in a playful way no tell you oh you're so beautiful yeah this yeah this yeah that and sense and these and, and these things make women very uncomfortable exactly and so when it happens in the church you can drive the woman out of the church because you're not making her feel at home you're making her feel inferior you're making her feel like she's not protected so i think in the church when we bring our attention to these things when we put our foot down about sexual harassment etc mm-hmm. we will make women feel more at home and even maybe attract more female members to our churches through commitment and i want to quickly say that i think we should encourage women to speak up when you're talking about your mm-hmm. driving school thing mm-hmm. you you are marina you know you are you are strong yeah. you know what you can mm-hmm. you know leave but there are a lot of women that are in these power dynamics with that, that cannot say that they do. don't mm-hmm. like i've been in situations like that it's my boss or something i don't I don't know how to nice people, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. So I keep quiet yeah. and endure it. But deep down, I just want to slap it. <laughs> and so I think that we should also encourage women to speak up, to be bold and proud. And then people and also, you know, oh, that's just the way it is. Let exactly. Oh, men will be mayors. You, you're a woman, you just... Your pastor puts his arm around your waist. Oh, let me just take it like that, you know. We should exactly. encourage women to speak up. But however, if women are speaking up and we're not listening... That's then it's counterproductive yeah. so we should encourage women to speak up encourage men to listen and to you know act, take i know if we say if we allow you we are all going to like have mm-hmm. a five-hour conversation and it will not even be enough it will not be enough so um we are running out of time sadly we're running out of time but Aww. what i would want what i would want you to do for me before you leave is so we have something we do up and i do this on our show it's called sermon roulette and i know sermon roulette and i know if you i know you're already loyal listeners so you already know what it is but i'm just gonna explain it for those out there um basically we pick a word and then you come up with like a short one minute sermon about it on the spot no (laughs) (laughs) on the spot who would want to try this So, um, seeing as our topic is very heavy and spoke about rape, yes. So, um, who'd want to go first? Pastor Naka, your word is inappropriate. Go. Okay, so Philippians 4, 8, I think, says, brethren, so whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is, I've forgotten what the plenty words it uses, but think these things. So, think pure thoughts, think holy thoughts, think noble thoughts. If you think pure thoughts and holy thoughts and noble thoughts, you wouldn't do inappropriate things. You wouldn't say inappropriate things. You won't be at inappropriate places. You won't be thinking inappropriate things. And we've just spoken about sexual abuse, sexual assault. See, if you think about these things, as the Bible says, holy, pure, noble, you'll be thinking about how short the girl's skirt is. You'll be thinking about where she is. You'll be thinking about how her shape looks for you to say and do inappropriate things. If you live your life based on what the Bible says, if you live based on the instructions on the word of God, trust me, you'll be far away from all the things you've spoken about and you'll not land yourself in jail. Please, I must do that in I'm a lawyer. <laughs> so remember, whatever is holy, whatever is pure, whatever is noble, think these thoughts. Amen. 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 God bless you so much, Bye. Pastor Naka. God okay. bless you so much, Doctor. Your word is sexual assault. Yeah, so sexual assault is basically an act in which a person intentionally sexually touches another person without that person's consent or coerces or physically forces a person to engage in a sexual act against their will. 
So when I was reading this, all I was thinking about is it's sexual assault happens as a result of a lack of self-control. And the word of God um, in Galatians 5, the Bible says that it's talking about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And it says that the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So any man, this is a Christian podcast, any man of God, any man, if you're a man and you call yourself a Christian, you should you should try to embody these fruits of the Holy Spirit. And the main thing is self-control. Mawina, your word is tempting. Go. Okay, tempting. Everyone at one point in their life or the other is tempted with something. And with regards to sexual assault that we just discussed, a lot of men use the excuse that, oh, she tempted him, she threw herself at him, what she was wearing, blah, 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 blah. However, we know that you can decide to not touch the woman, to not act upon that temptation, to not act upon what you are feeling. In Genesis 39, you know the story of Joseph. Okay? Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with him. Potiphar's wife took off her clothes or her robe or whatever it was and tempted him. However, Joseph fled. Being the man of God he was, he fled. As a Christian, as a man, as a human being, when you are faced with something, you can flee. You can Amen. decide, I won't touch it. You can decide, I won't sleep with it. You can Amen. decide, I'm fleeing. Amen. So whether she's in a bra, whether she's naked, whether she's in a miniskirt, whether she's in a full robe, if she doesn't want to touch it, do it. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Marina. And ladies, it's been wonderful having you on Word of Pod. Thank you for having yeah. us. Yeah. We, hope, we hope we can invite you for many more episodes. Sure. I'm for sure um, Dr. Yeah. Neshka was saying for if we talk about yeah. feminism and Christianity, yeah. we'll be, we'll be yeah. here. Most definitely. <laughs> okay. So, listeners, this, has, this is the end of the episode. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us throughout this. And I hope you've learned something like I have. I've learned quite a lot. My eyes have been open to certain things. And ladies, I thank you for this illumination. And listeners, we hope to hear from you. You can always tweet at us on Twitter at GCR Word of Pod, or you can send us a DM on Instagram at GCR Word of Pod. And we hope to hear from you shortly. This has been Word of Pod, and I have been your host, Matt, and not here with Papa. So see you next week. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Report production. They won't let me rest, it's on my chest. I ain't that strong. I need a lifeline right now. 911 won't do. My back's against the wall now. Done all that I could do. I prayed every prayer, went to every service like I know how. Just a ship without a sail. I'm lost without your help.